Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com. It is Tuesday, August 17, 2021, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year here on YouTube. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and other podcast networks out there. Whoever steals our stuff and posts it on their website, basically, on that one. But, um, yeah. A lot going on out there. We are getting closer to football season. I could feel the excitement. I could see it building um, out there in the public, um, in the in the world. I, you know, I'm not um, ESPN. I'm not, you know, CBS Sports. I'm not any of those people, and and I don't pretend to be. And I don't think they would. I don't think they would have me, and I don't think I would have them. I don't think it would be. <laughs> I think I would. I think my employment uh, contract with them would would be invalidated in about the first fifteen minutes. The way I see, they they generally treat people, but um, I think that um, you know I I do I do have you know fairly large websites, and I can see the traffic building, and I can see the traffic building to our YouTube channel, even on days like yesterday where it was just baseball. So I know that that you know fall is in the air, and that usually means a spike in activity. Usually, um, you know that first couple weeks of NFL season, not the big spike that people expect. But, um, you know, as we go further into it, I think people at those first couple weeks of NFL season are still enjoying the summer. It's still warm in most places. Even when I lived in Chicago, it was warm on those times. But you can definitely feel a building, you know, and it's happening. You know, that's it's 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 all coming together. And that's a good thing. You know, I'm excited about it. And, you know, it kind of builds our energy as well. I mean, it's it's. You know, we have fun. I love what I do. I like working with these guys every day, even when we're not getting along. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, when we're not getting along, I think we all can, like, say something that we just laugh. You know, and say, ah, whatever. You know, <laughs> we just kind of move right. on, right? <laughs> right? I mean, sometimes, like... We've been doing it long enough. And so yeah. Sometimes I, we get a little heated. Yeah. But... So it's, it's all part... I mean, we're basically married, right? We see each other every day, you know, right. for you know, a couple hours. We don't agree... You know, we're, we're talking about subjects that we're, you know, we're, it's it's we're not going to agree on everything you know and uh, that's just the nature of the beast but i think you know a lot of what you guys see it's like we're passionate about what we do so it's like no one's gonna back down it's uh you know oh you're right (laughs) (laughs) brian you know what you know what you're right the orioles are are a good bet even though they lose 138 games a year (laughs) it's like you're right bundy today Feeling it, Brian's like I'm all over Bundy. <laughs> no, I have a play on one of those sides. I've so, been against Bundy. So Brian, the, the square, the square clobbering before you know we we always people are always like get into the picks. These guys they take forever to get into picks. Well, it's you know we have a problem with YouTube notifications and stuff, and they don't always go out right away. So we do stall a little bit at the beginning, and that is you know all part of it's intentional. You know, it just gives people a chance to join. I could see how many people are on, and I know how many people generally come on. So that's why I stall a little bit at the beginning. So, Brian, yesterday was a bookie basher day. The books, I think, it was a day where um, some big favorites won, but they didn't cover the run line. And I think that the books took some names on the Yankees and the Dodgers yesterday. What do you think? Two, the two most public teams. Yeah, Both 100%. these teams failed to cover the run line. And were gigantic favorites. So the books probably got hit on some parlays, but low payout parlays, and probably got probably made some money on bigger betters laying the run line. What do you, what do you think? 
Yeah, I, I think we might have missed the train and should have taken the Pirates at plus one and a half yeah, yesterday. I, but yeah. so, <laughs> I mean, everybody in the world that was betting the Dodgers had the minus one and a half. Not everybody, but a lot. So freaking obvious. And the same thing with the Yankees. I thought they would kick the crap out of the Angels. That didn't happen. So. I'm not a plus one and a half guy, but I have to say that both those plus one and a halves at the time yesterday looked super attractive, you know, like after the games were over, like I know you guys are, all, there's, we have a lot of great pickers on our YouTube commenters who are really good at picking games after the games are over. But yeah, those were two where I was an expert after the game was over. I was like, oh my God, the plus one and a half was like, it was just there for the taking. And they were probably plus money. Was my guess. Yeah, yep. I fit all the criteria. Because <laughs> yep. I could have bet half on the plus one and a half, right? And half on 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 just the regular run line. And I would have been no I still would have made money. I wouldn't have made, you know, as much, but it's like I would have it's better than what I did, which is lost them both. And uh, you know, I didn't lose the, the Yankees, I just didn't bet that game. But I lost on the Pirates. Yeah, books did well, probably on the Royals Astros, but then you know, in the Reds Cubs, Cubs got slaughtered, and uh, the Rays slaughtered the Orioles, I believe, yesterday. So. I thought, you know, I said in the VIP show that the Oakland game to me it seemed a little publicy on Oakland because the White Sox were reeling after that Yankees because the the Yankee series was such a publicly viewed series. It was the most viewed game, the Cornfield game, like we said, was the most viewed game on of regular season in the last twenty years. So. You know, I think they, I think the public kind of jumped on that series and saw, well, the White Sox didn't hold up. But if you go back to Saturday's game, it was not really a one-sided game. It was a game where, you know, it kind of, it was exactly like the Cornfield game and the Yankees ended up on top, but the White Sox had the, the winning runs on base. You know, it wasn't like, you know, they were just laid down. I mean, they hit the home run to get it to extras again, you know, and the, the Yankees hit. The Yankees hit the, the the White Sox bullpen, you know, really well. But last night, Oakland, they did not hit Kimbrell. <laughs> they had their chances, but they didn't get him. You know, they had two guys on. Kimbrell shut him down. So, you know, a lot of baseball left to be played, and it's nice that we're seeing some matchups of potential postseason teams, and we're also, you know, as opposed to these minus 300s across the board. You know, we're seeing that. The Oakland White Sox is a, is a series of, potential playoff teams. We're not sure if the Yankees are going to make it, you know, but that was a potential playoff type series. We've seen Boston and the Rays play a bunch, and these are teams battling it out on top of the division. But, you know, I think what we saw in Colorado was um, a Padres team that, you know, they had they fed off the fire of Tatis coming back on you know the day he came back, but then it was back to business as usual, and they're in trouble with the Reds winning and the Padres losing. Um I haven't looked at the standings, but I'm going to guess that it's one game, right, at this point. And the Padres, remember, we looked at it. They have 11, or it's either 9 or 11 against the Giants left. So they are in trouble. They are in big trouble. You know, uh, it's a game and a half ahead of the Reds, one in the loss column. And it's it's only two in the loss column ahead of the, ahead of the St. Louis Cardinals. Three in the loss column ahead of the Phillies. So the Padres have zero wiggle room. And now they're seven back of the Dodgers. You know, they're done for first for the first wild card. They're done for the for the NL West. Um 
They're in trouble. It's that pitching staff fell apart on them. Yeah. Blake Snell did not deliver for them this season. Lamette was injured, and even when he was healthy, he only went three or four innings. And um, you, you just did Clement, Clevenger never even pitched for him this year, did he? Nope. So, you know, Weathers and Stammen, I mean, these are not guys that are going to get you to the World Series. They're just not the guys. I thought Musgrove has, has, has had a great season, but even he got rocked the other day. You know, it's like when, you're, when your number one gets hit, then you're really screwed, you know. It's like they had, he had at least been delivering. So, I mean, a lot of big things going on here in baseball, and it's like while football will take over, you know, like it always does in September, and baseball will move to the back burner. In fact, most years, I don't do baseball videos on the weekends because nobody watches them. I just do football. And, and the thing is, not only does nobody watch them, like I didn't do baseball videos on the weekends last year, and nobody said a word. Nobody said a word. It was because normally it's like, hey, where's the, you know, it's like you still get one person out there that'll say, hey, where are the baseball videos today? Not a peep. Even on our weekend shows, right? Remember the weekend shows? Two hours with Romanelli. Two hours right. plus. Two hours right. plus. Right. We had Ruffalo in the booth. Us. We had five in the booth. Not a peep of, hey, what's your best baseball for today? Nope. Nothing. And nobody said a word. <laughs> I guess football just takes over on the weekend. Anyways, let's look at today real quick. We've got a lot of stuff. You know, there's a lot of these good topics out there. You know, and I know you guys think, oh, just get to the picks or whatever. And we have all the picks out there. Rod has premium picks out there. He's on fire. Brian, even back to winning, you know, the last two days, right? So you guys want just picks? We got that. Premium area, it's way reasonably priced. If you would have bought, how much did you sell your package for yesterday, Brian? $40. 40 bucks, and if you bet $20 a game on his package, you still ended up like 70 bucks, right? And so it's it, that's 20 bucks a game if you're betting. If you bet 100 a game, how much was the was the profit? 300 bucks, 350 on 100? It's around 350. Yeah, so 40 bucks, you bet 100 a game, 350 plus 310, and that that will you know that'll cover you for a bunch of those $40 packages in the future, right? Seven of them, so. You know, if you want just picks like that, we have that available. I do free pick videos on every game every day. I won't be doing that in college football every single game. I'll be doing a lot of them, but not every single one of them. But, um, yeah, I mean, we have all that stuff. So I don't want uh, the, the winding. I want to see every video, even Maine versus UMass. No, it's your, I, I, think, <laughs> I think that's a perfect assignment for you to start getting on the video train with me, you know. I'll teach you some editing, and, you know, you'll be off to the races. Uh, I like UMass football. UMass gives me gas. <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago they opened up against Hawaii. It was in UMass, and I was all thinking UMass was going to crush them because Hawaii was traveling. Uh, I think Hawaii beat the crap out of them that day. So anyway, happens. So I changed the thumbnail uh, for today. Rod's got teeth and uh, looks way better. So happy about that so i did something this morning but anyways let's get to find one that gives me hair and then we'll be happy 
Well, you, you, <laughs> I, it, it, it took me three hours to find a screenshot of you smiling. So it's like we, one step at a time. <laughs> anyway, well, I haven't been winning for a little bit, so I wasn't smiling. <laughs> Red Sox Yankees double header. So we got an early start game, day baseball, 105 start. Jordan Montgomery against Tanner Houck. Um, this one in the Bronx. Got uh, Alec Manoa against Eric Fetty. I like Alec Manoa in the rookie of the year voting here. I don't know if he how that works. When the guys get called up in the season, baseball is like a weird thing. It's like they can be rookie of the year the next year too. But I think Manoa is rookie of the year this year. I think he's been outstanding. For, uh, I think he's been the best of the young pitchers out there. Been absolutely amazing. Then we got the Yankees and the Red Sox game two. And the Marlins and the Braves. The Braves taking out the ugly stick on the Marlins last night. Just all of a sudden, they flipped the switch and it was game over. It was a tight game. The Marlins were winning. And then all of a sudden, bang. Whoa, there goes my under. Anyways, speaking unders, Brian, what do you like here? Yeah, I think the Red Sox and the Yankees split this doubleheader. I think the Red Sox take the first one with Tanner Houck on the mound. He is 0-3, but his ERA is 2.94. He has a good strikeout-to-walk ratio of 44-6. And I like the Red Sox number here. You're getting a slight bit of plus money here in game one. And then I'm going to take a small play on the Nationals with Fetty on the mound. Uh, I like Manoa, but I don't know about minus 200. It just seems very steep here. I think the Nationals steal a game here. So. Going that small and then Red Sox larger in game one. I agree with you on one of those. Anyways, I like Boston here. Tanner Hawk's been uh, is the better pitcher uh, going here. Boston needs wins, and they had a win here today. Um, and the other one, I'm, I'm Eric Fetty's awful. Uh, he's one in one in six in uh, night games. Just just awful at night. Uh, with a 5.53 ERA. And uh, what is he, 0-1 at home? Or 0-1 in his last three with a 5.52 ERA. And uh, Manoa, this is his last three, 3-0 with a 1.93 ERA. Lights out. This is, take the Jays. Take them on the extended run line, minus 2.5. They kicked the crap out of the Nationals today. No chance the Nationals sneak a win in there. <laughs> it's like I could say that in a video and I'll still get the comment. Don't you sort of like the Nationals here? It's like, no. <laughs> Not even close. It's, it's like... Manoa's all excited. He, he's been taking batting practice. He's like, yeah, I get to play in a national park. So he's been taking batting practice. Yeah, it's not like it's not like he he's wasn't... happy then. He's happy playing baseball. The Nationals are playing the string. He hit in the minors, like right? He hit in the minor leagues. So he, you know, it's not like he hasn't been hitting. Nope. Maybe the plus one and a half is the way I should have went on that. You got to remember that most of these pitchers, especially the young guys, you know, are coming either direct from high school, you know, into, you know, the, the farm systems or, you know, they played in college. And a lot of these, you know, most of these guys in their high schools were the best player on their team, both offensively and defensively, you know. I've, I've, I've mentioned this before on past shows, you know, when I was in high school, we played against a guy, you know, who – Ended up being a you know a top flight major league pitcher who's actually a pitching coach in 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 the majors right now and uh, he no hit us and, and nine other teams that season you know and he also hit a grand slam off us Juan Nieves who was who got injured in his career but he also pitched the no hitter for the Brewers and you know in the majors but I mean he he struck me out on three pitches he threw me a nasty curve I 
had never seen anything like that before. Um, it was like two fastballs and a nasty ass curve. <laughs> I mean, it was like filthy. I was just like, it was unfair. Was it one of those ones you swung so hard that you fell over? I didn't even swing. I I, I totally froze. I just totally froze at the plate. It didn't. It looked like it was. It looked like it was gonna hit like you know. 10 feet outside, curved right over the plate, like right down the middle. And I just stood there and the ump, it was like, (laughs) yeah, it's part of the no hitter. Anyways, I like Manoa a lot. I I think he's going to crush the Nationals, just lay whatever kind of odds, lines, whatever. The Nationals are, they're sort of, they're a better version of the Cubs. That's about the best thing you could say about them. Right now, they packed it in. They're playing for another time, another day. I mean, it's not just you know Trey Turner and Max Scherzer that they traded. Traded Josh Harrison, and you know, traded a bunch of guys. There was someone else that was a throw-in. They mentioned him last night. Where did Harrison go? To the A's? Is it the A's? I saw Harrison. Yeah, I think it's the A's. And they said that some other guy came over in the deal. Like it was like another veteran. You know, they just throw him in. Kyle Schwarber gone from that Nationals team, right? I mean, they really unloaded. I like the Red Sox in both of those games. Parlay them up. Red Sox parlay. Seven in games. You got the Orioles in the race because Gil was really good last time out, but now the film is going to be out. Brian, who do you like? What were the options? I heard, I heard Orioles and Rays, Red Sox and Yankees game two. What was the other selections? What were the other options that you gave? Orioles, Rays, Tigers, Angels. I was, I didn't. I thought I was asking what's for sale, but anyways, it's um, we could do the next set. Orioles, Rays, um, Tigers, Angels, King Kong, Dylan Bundy on the mound. Got uh, Reds and the Cubs and the Cardinals and the Brewers. Brian sounds like he's inside of a uh, tunnel. Yeah, you subway. know, if I turn my air conditioner off, there's a guy weed whacking right outside my right now. It's even right outside my house, so I don't know what the hell to do. So, anyway, with me, I'm going to go with the Yankees in Game Two. I think Gil will give the Yankees five, six solid innings, and if they lose that Game One, Game Two is a must win for the Yankees since they keep falling further behind and uh, uh, that's the only thing I like in that time slot that was not in the slot anyways we're all messed up here on Anyways, did you give out what you're selling? Yeah, and I also like to add. Well, I, you said Orioles raise, and I like John Means today. Is that what you're selling? That was the question. <laughs> I'm going to go back and do the, the or make sure I don't miss the Orioles. Well, we'll come back because, to it. We'll come back. To all right, it. I'm getting all dis- discombobulated here. I got. 
I got my uh, Tuesday high roller three pack. You get two Major League Baseball dogs. You got a two beer maximum favorite. on this show. Well, I got three plays total. It's my high roller three pack for forty dollars. Two dogs, one small favorite. I'm gonna go for three straight winning days. Look for another sweep. Go to pickdogs.com. Rod. And for me, I got uh, my Tuesday Elite Info triple play. Uh, off to a great start of the week. Continue our nice hot run. With these uh, three best bets and Tuesday's MLB action. Nice 62 run. Love these three plays. Jump on over. Dogs premium. Keep it going. Twenty nine ninety five. 95 Good sell three. Got I got my NFL packages up for sale. My college football package is up for sale. My all football package all up for sale. Um, all season long. I don't remember how much it is. But it's up there and it's at a reasonable, very reasonable price. Um, obviously, the combo football package is cheaper than the two other football packages combined by a considerable amount. It includes the preseason, but if you're just interested in getting a taste of our preseason, Brian and I are both giving out all of our preseason NFL picks in the VIP YouTube, which is the best deal in sports handicapping. It's 100 bucks a month, 99 bucks less. Excuse me, less than 100 bucks. And uh, and you're six and zero in the preseason. I I, I don't. You're only as good as your next game, you know. It's like, oh, you're six and zero. That's tough to do. You know, yeah. It's. I mean, it's. 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 I was. You know, a lot of people look at my picks, and I give out a ton of free picks, so it's easy to pick my losers or ha- show me a losing day where I'm like have to give an opinion on every game out there, right? Easy to do it, but when I get the cherry pick and stuff, and I'm in a sport and I'm in a zone that I feel comfortable, I I can pick with the best of them, and I think you know that's why I've been online for 15 years, you know, and that's why. Seven million people a month care what we have to say about you know these games. It's um, you know whatever. It's I I like winning streaks. I like winning. I'm not gonna you know pound my chest on my winners. I don't kick myself on my losers. But let's just say, um, when it comes to football, we might not hit them all. But I'll tell you what, we're always dialed in. Last year for for football, I did not. I was in the in the empty stadiums. Because college is my game, right? And I, we're, they're playing in empty stadiums. I, we lost a little bit of our edge. And I think in the pros, too. You know, the Minnesota Vikings were 3-5 and five straight up at home last year. They were 7-1 right. and one at home the year before with the crowds. I mean, it's, it's, it's a big difference, you know? And... Um, I, I struggled with it, but I had a winning record. And if I was one, if we were one of those websites that just posted your record, well, I had a winning record. I just, you know, but the juice got me, you know. So I did. I wasn't plus money, so I, you know, it doesn't show as plus for me. But I had a winning record in NFL and college, and um, I plan on really putting the hammer down this year with fans in the stands. Is it's a different game, college especially. College winning on the road in college football is very difficult. People really, really underestimate how hard it is to win on the road in college football. It is super tough. Well, yeah, because it normally has at least 50,000 fans in the stands going apeshit. Nuts. College fans are just a different level than NFL fans. It's a different... I grew up, you know, in college football territory, too. So it's like, I grew up in town, you know, with college football and NFL football. But it's like I'm more of a college football fan, and it's like because, and I'm more of a high school football fan, you know, than I am NFL, because that's just what you know. The passion is there, you know. 
I saw Terrence Marshall Jr. Looks like he's going to be on some team. Terrence Marshall went to my high school. Of course, MVP of the Oklahoma Sooners' last national championship team. Anyways. Yeah, the worst high school football team, and I think they've been the worst team in Dade County for a long time, yet continue to put out NFL players. <laughs> it's an amazing thing. <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah, so that's it for football. I think, you know, I think the Brian has might be might do football this year. I'm not sure. He he might be Yeah, well I get I always get the email. I only cap football, you know, can I be a handicapper on your site? You know, it's like no. <laughs> it's like no. It doesn't work that way. You capping football this year, Brian? Yeah, last two bowl seasons have been rough for me, but I had 59 to 60% in the regular season in college football last year. And then the Number one, season, right? Number one? Number one, but I should have done a lot better in the bowl season, and that hurt me. But, yeah, I love college football. That's my that's my best the last couple of years. So we'll see how it translates this year. Maybe I'm due for NFL. Maybe the NFL is going to be big this year. Let's see. This site, orig- my first site, you know, Sports Chat Place, was originally called College football place. Originally was. Just college football. That's all we covered. I assume we'll be in that football routine. I don't know about you, but I, you know, Tuesday or Monday, I start writing down the games at the end of the week. And ones that I like. And then as the week goes on, they, that list starts. Mondays. <laughs> I, I write it Monday. It's so it's Monday. like an all-week process. Because the lines usually come out Sunday night, late Sunday night, early it's Monday. It's an all-week process. So, I'll, always, text, yeah. I'll text Ron. I'll say, hey, look at this game. Game. You want to bet on this one <laughs> ahead of time? Try to get them in on one. But anyway, or hey, do you like this one? So I, I, that's what I like about football. You got a whole week to look at it. The Cubs-Reds is the next Field of Dreams game. There it is. It's already been announced. I tell you, that might be the squares playing the board today. Cubs-Reds. Well, yeah, you got a chance to talk about it now because we're doing Rays-Orioles. Tigers, Angels, Reds, Cubs, and the Cardinals against the Brew Crew. Of course, the Reds pitchers, ERAs, skyrocket at home. Rod, which bandwagon are you jumping aboard here? The first one that I like, I'm going to take uh, the under in the Braves-Marlins game. When you look at it here, Noah, he's uh, 4-0 in the one point. Uh, one or one, yeah, four and over the one point one nine ERA, and in in night games for some some reason he just loves to play at night, and then Alcantara you look, uh, he's three and six with a five point oh five ERA in night games, so uh, it's just weird. Why why does he, he just doesn't like to play at night? I don't know. Maybe that so, Dodgers game reason. still biting him in the ass. 15 but he looked again. real good. He looked real good last game. Uh, solid. So uh, I'm gonna. I, I like the under in that one. I think we uh, we got a nice pitchers duel, Alcantara versus uh, Noah here. So I like the under in that one. And then John Means. Um, he he pitches way better away on the road um, than what he does at home. Four and two with a 1.98 ERA. I'll take a shot here with Baltimore. He didn't Means didn't look so good last time, but. Uh, I think he comes in and has a solid start in this one. I think the Orioles in that one. 
And then I like the over in the Cubs Reds whole pile of runs. Hendricks has looked awful his last couple starts, and uh, Gutierrez uh, he's due for uh, uh, giving up a few runs as well. So I like the over. It opened at nine. It's up to nine and a half. I think we easily get double digit runs. Cubs Reds. Yeah, for me, that time frame, I'm going to agree with Rod 100%, like John Means and the Baltimore Orioles today. He does seem to pitch better on the road. He's an awful rough start last time out, but that wasn't on the road. I did raise at minus 220. Anything over 200 here seems like a huge number. And I'm going to lay the juice with the Milwaukee Brewers, minus 150. Wainwright has been pitching good, but uh, got a Cy Young candidate on the mound. Brewers usually do good in game one of series. I think they take game one from the Red Hot Cardinals. It's going to be a hell of a game. Burns and Wainwright. Totals dropping. I, I got it at seven and a half uh, last night when I was doing the videos. Still like it there. Seven and a half. Seven. Uh, I still think it's okay at seven. Wainwright's been fire, man. He's had... Last time out, complete game, shutout. And yeah, you can see a two to one game there. Brewers forty and twenty on the road this season. You know how sick that is. They're thirty two and twenty seven at home, and forty and twenty on the road. That's off the chain. Definitely can see Brewers in the World Series. I I don't know about that. Because got the three starting pitchers there. I know, out. but they've had three starting pitchers, and they've had all those things. But what they generally happens to them is the bats go quiet. Quiet, yeah. you know, against the other teams, and it's like all it takes is three runs, and you're and you're and you're there, you know. And it's not like the. I think you know when you get teams in the regular season, and teams in the postseason is that. You can run up records and stats and all that other stuff if you have the right run against bad teams, and we've seen the Yankees do that, right, over the last couple of weeks. They beat the White Sox uh, two of three, you know, and that was that was pretty much the tough part of it. But outside of that, it's been the Marlins, the Orioles, the whatever, right? And it's like some teams just take care of business and they run up those numbers. They just beat all the – they win all the winnable games. The teams that do that are the Tampa Bay Rays, right? They're specialists, at winning the winnable games. That's what they do. They don't let those winnable freebies get away from them. So the stats get somewhat skewed. And I think the Brewers are a little bit like that too, where they win a lot of those winnable games. They beat the Reds in Cincinnati, and that's like about like their thing. They beat up on the Cubs when they're bad. They beat up on, right? But when the Giants came to town, and, you know, it was all Giants. It was business. They were on the business end of the Giants, man. The Giants, the Giants took it personally. The the Brewers have. What's that? So the Giants don't have the pitching to keep up with the Brewers. They we'll, beat we'll them in Milwaukee. In the they just beat them in yeah. Milwaukee. It wasn't close. It wasn't yeah. like, oh, the Brewers just barely lost. The Giants eked one out in a really hard fought they series. They got lucky. Oh, no. It was a beatdown. It was a beatdown. <laughs> it was we'll a see once- what happens in the playoffs. I would take the Brewers in that one. <laughs> I'm sticking with my original well, picks. Well, they're going to be a wild card. I'm sticking season. with my original picks to play in the World Series. White Sox against the Giants. Giants. I'm riding it from day one matchup. all the way to the World Series. 
Reds knock off the Giants. Your Mets pick? No bueno. Eh, well, yeah, it's not over yet. Yeah, you we'll what? Degrom and Syndergaard both out. Yeah, it, it killed you. Yeah, well. for me, my guys are only getting stronger every day. Robert and Jimenez now back in the lineup. The White Sox have the lineup. best lineup in all of baseball. So the pitching, they can afford a little hiccup here and there because they got guys that they have guys up and down that lineup that can absolutely slaughter the baseball. And well, I'm not they're, saying they're that just because it's the White Sox. We got tons of people jumping on our bandwagon, so I don't even need to say this. Not me. You know, I know because you're a hater. <laughs> you're a curmudgeon. I do not like the White Sox, man, or the Giants. Brian's like the Andy Rooney of our show. <laughs> you ever wonder why people bet on teams that win? <laughs> Anyways, I think the I think the Tampa Bay Rays take the Orioles behind the woodshed in this one. I could see twelve to twelve to two in this thing. I I could see them kicking the two point conversion, you know, going for two point conversion in this one. fifteen to two. <laughs> So Miggy still hasn't hit that home run, right? So today's the day. Today's the day. I said, I said this at the time, you know, when when he got there to four ninety nine, is that the longer that it lingers, the worse that it gets. And now it's lingered, and it's like now it's time. It's Dylan Bundy. He's home. It's all the right. It's that magical combination. Today's Miggy's day. So tune in. You're gonna watch history. One of the greatest hitters of our generation. Vladdy Gutierrez, I have little faith in at home. He, his ERA skyrockets. I'm going to take the Cubs in that one at plus 150. Oh, my God, you took the Cubs. I took the, I took the Reds in the video, but I'll take the Cubs here. But you took the Reds in the video. I know, but it's, I came to my senses. It's a pure public fade. That was that was in sympathy with Bittler. Now you're speaking my language. Got the Mariners up against the Rangers. I just the over. Come on, runs. Oh, there's going to be some runs. We got we got Ronaldo Lopez. You want to see runs? We got Ronaldo Lopez pitching in uh, in in Chicago. The the Adam Eaton trade still paying dividends, you know, that that first trade of Adam Eaton to the Nationals. Ronaldo Lopez, they got him in that deal too. They got every, they got so many players in that deal. Ronaldo Lopez was one of those guys. I don't know if I brag about Ronaldo Lopez. But. You got for Adam Eaton, okay? You, you, you know who they got for Adam Eaton? They traded to the Nationals. Okay, so how about Obviously, this? How about this? Here's guy. here's three of the guys they got for Adam Eaton, okay? Dane Dunning, who ended up being Lance Lynn, right? And who they traded for Lance Lynn. So you got Lance Lynn, Ronaldo Lopez, and Lucas Giolito were three of the four guys you got for Adam Eaton. Oh, yeah. I'd say you good. won that deal. That's just Lopez is nothing special. Don't be a hater. Framber's on the mound here against Daniel Lynch. I like the over in the uh, sweat factor there for Framber. I think his jersey is going to be soaking wet by the second inning. I think he'll have to. I wonder if he changes jerseys in between. He's. I think of all the guys out. I think he sweats the most. 
or his hat. He has to change his hat. There's no way. Because he would have the big sweat (laughs) blob. (laughs) You know who used to have that? So like John Wetland, when he was the closer for the Yankees, when, when, when Mo was the setup guy back then, Wetland never changed his hat. You know, he always had the same hat. Like his lucky hat. And he had the, Big salt stain going across it. Yeah. Because <laughs> of that Yankee dark blue, and you can see it like going across. And then uh, Bailey Ober against Eli Morgan, which would be a great minor league game. Brian, any of these four games mean anything to you? Well, I'm going to take it uh basically fade the public here in most of these games. I like the Texas Rangers at home. I don't really love the, the pitching matchup, but Tyler Anderson hasn't been great with the Seattle Mariners here. And Texas seems to be eking out wins here lately in these type of matchups like they did against Oakland. Uh, did we get to the White Sox A's today? Yeah, I just said it. We just talked about like Ronaldo Chicago. Lopez. I like the Chicago White Sox today with Lopez on the mound. I think you're getting a good price just because Lopez is pitching, but he hasn't I might been have that to send horrible. you my Cubs suck shirt. White Sox had a big win yesterday. I think they keep the momentum going. You get they've been very good at home, uh, forty and twenty-two. So I'm going to jump on the White Sox at that price. So White Sox Rangers for me. Right. Yeah, I'm on the White Sox too. We had Oakland. If you look, uh, Chris Bassett, he's 0-4 in his last four starts versus a team with a winning record. Um, White Sox get another win today. I think the White Sox. We're jumping on the bandwagon. As I said yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Rod got his giant hat on. Whip that horse. (laughs) Yeehaw, let's go. (laughs) And the other one I like, we're going to take the over in the Indians and Twins game. It just snuck under. It ain't going to sneak under today. It's going to go way over with Eli Morgan and uh, Bailey Ober. Here comes some runs in this one. Indians, Twins, over the nine and a half runs today. I like the uh, Rangers here against the Mariners. Uh, the Rangers have undressed the Mariners this season. They have, they have done everything that you could possibly do to them to make them feel like crap in the games against the Rangers basically have just continued to pull the rug out from him. It's kind of like Lucy pulling the football away from Charlie Brown. It is very similar situation here because it's like they let them get to the ninth inning, <laughs> two outs, you know, and then they beat them, you know. And they've done it a few times to them, you know, and they've taken them late in games, the Rangers. It's been late in games in Texas, in Seattle, it doesn't matter. They've been getting them late in the games. Tyler Anderson... I hate to say this because I liked him on the Pirates and we won some good money with him on the Pirates. Brian is a big Tyler Anderson guy too. But the issue here is you got a National League pitcher going to the American League and facing that extra batter has really shown up for a guy like this. And I think that, I'm not saying that it's going to be his career, you know, that this is going to happen. But you have a young pitcher and now instead of having, instead of getting to face a pitcher every ninth batter, He's facing a designated hitter in that same spot. So let's just say I think Nelson Cruz is a better batter than, I don't know, John Lester or something, right? Or Wainwright. Wainwright's actually not bad. But, like, you know what I mean? He's like, he's a better, 
you're you're facing like a Nelson Cruz or a um, Giancarlo Stanton, as opposed to facing, um, I don't know, pick a National League pitcher that's pitching today. Who's lousy? Oh, Kyle Hendricks. Right. Or Vla- oh, Vlad Gutierrez is hideous Gutierrez. at the plate. He's terrible, man. He stinks at batting. He's a terrible hitter. It's like, oh, you know who's the worst hitter who's also pitching today? Is Stroman. He's actually the worst hitter I've seen. He doesn't even, like, pretend to swing at the ball. He just stands there and lets them throw pitches. It's like he's afraid that um, if there's a guy on base, he doesn't want to, like, hit into the double play or anything. So he just doesn't swing. He just stands there. And they strike him out on three pitches. And I can't hit into the double play if I don't swing. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. And maybe maybe they'll hit me. Maybe they'll hit me. Maybe they'll hit me. Maybe they'll walk me. Maybe they'll hit me. Like, but I'm not swinging this thing. Yeah. So, but you know, in the back to what we're saying is that in the American League, you're facing an extra batter as as opposed to getting Strowman. You know, so it's like you have you have two outs, guys on second and third, and you know Strowman comes to the plate. Well, you know you're okay. You get guys second and third with two outs. It's Nelson Cruz. It's like, ugh, it's a bad day at the office, right? Elvis Andrus is another one. Oof, what a nightmare that guy is. And it's like, the thing is, he won't get a hit the whole rest of the game, except, you know, when there's the guys on second and third with two outs. It's like, there's certain guys that are just, you know. Imagine if it was like Harold Baines or something. You know, imagine like the difference. And that's why you see American League to National League is good. National League to American League, no bueno. Generally. Not all the time, but generally. Anyways. I like the Rangers, with that being said. I also like Framber Valdez against the Royals. Padres and the Rockies. Phillies, Kyle Gibson, control problems, facing Arizona. Dodgers, David Price, only minus 300 here against Will Crow. And Brian's Giants, Logan Webb, up against Marcus Stroman. Who's up? What's up? Whoever wants to be up. Rod, you want to be up? Sure, for me in this time slot, I like the Rockies here. Uh, Mark has his at home, and he pitches way better at home. And uh, TBD going for uh, the Padres, and they just look awful. So uh, I think the Rockies, 39 and 21 at home. And uh, the Padres on the road, 27 and 30. Yuck. Uh, take the Rockies in this one. So and the other have, one. We have a, hold on a second, sorry. We have a complaint from the gracious fundamentalist who's, I don't know. It, uh, he, he, this guy's borderline being banned every day anyway. But it's like he's saying he doesn't like that I said one thing in the video and now I changed my pick. But that's the whole idea of doing the live show, right? Because I have already done all the picks. If, if, if you don't want me to talk here about picks and games, well, 
I've done videos on on every game. The whole reason we do the live show is to kind of, well, maybe something's changed. Maybe I saw something different since I've done the video, or maybe I have a change of heart. Maybe the odds moved and made it made it a different play. And the so VIP that, show. Yeah, you can, uh, sorry to sorry to interrupt you. There's a there's a troll in there. You can delete my name. That's not me. I didn't that's, I didn't say you. what's up, chat. All right, we'll get that's him. not me. I did not say what's up, chat. Well, yeah, that's your opening lean when you do the videos. I mean, that's not your in stone pick. I mean, no, it, and that's why that's why we do the live show. That's why we do it. You know. It's it's not he's not a troll, but I get this um, I get this thing all the time. I get stuff like this all the time, you know. So it's like I just want to make it clear to everybody. And then the VIP show is is different as well. I'm never going to change a premium pick in the VIP, and but if there's a pitching change, I will make it known that maybe I don't like it as much, you know. But um, the VIP show is even later information. Yeah, it might have been a free pick on here, but then by the time that rolls around, it's something that I want to get larger on. You know, so. And guys get scratched, arrested, whatever. Yeah. You know? the, the Trevor Bauer story is getting better. It's like White Lotus is over. We need something to watch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, better for him or better for... Not better for him. I don't even know. The Trevor Bauer story? Here's the headline from ESPN. I felt like a rag doll in my encounter with Trevor Bauer. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, he's not coming back this year. <laughs> so, the v- speaking of VIP, can you... Get one buying a year package. One of you. We have zero control over the YouTube. So, like, we can't package. um, We can't package stuff on the site with the YouTube products. The YouTube is a standalone thing. We have zero control over it. I know it sounds lame. It is, right? But it, I don't control the payments. I don't control the memberships. I don't have control over any of that stuff. I can't throw a member out, you know, and I can't add a member to it. I can't do a refund, and I can't, you know, process a manual payment. I know why they do it that way. I understand why they do it that way. And, I'm, and it just, we have, to, we have to accept it. So the reason why they don't do it that way is because, like, we charge a certain amount there and YouTube gets a cut of that, right? A big cut and they deserve it. They, they do a lot of the work, the hosting of the videos. I've gone into this, the cost of what that is, but what they're afraid of is like, we'll be selling these on the side for taking out their cut. So like, say they get 30%, which is what they get. Right. And the VIP is 90 bucks or is a hundred bucks. If we sold them on the site for 70 bucks, and just were able to add members, we would cut them out of the equation. And there are scumbags out there that would do that. We know that. I would never do that because I really like, I value my relationship with YouTube. But there's a, a lot of people out there that, you know, they'd rather have the $30. It's like, you need that 30 bucks, man. You got, you're 
whole business model is flawed. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Sam Petty wants to know why he can't upgrade. You, it, you need to do it on a computer. You can't yeah. do it on a phone. That's the answer on that one. 99.9% of the time that if you want to upgrade your plan, just go on a regular computer and do it. A laptop, a PC, uh, whatever the case may be. But go on there and it's simple. On the phone, you drive yourself crazy. I don't know why that is. But, you think uh, they would update that for people? They don't yeah, like they Apple. Apple and Google are not, you know, they're not like simpatico. They're, they don't like each other, especially. No, they're not, I, they don't like each other at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. They're not getting along. I don't know. They're like oil and water. <laughs> Is it my turn with these games or have we got the. My, my last game, my, my last one in this one, there's no line on it yet for us. So I'm, I'm going to take TBD here uh, against uh, Kyle Gibson's here. He, he's not been good for the Phillies on the road. And the Phillies on the road have not been good. Sure, they won their last five games on the road. Uh, I'll take the Diamondbacks here for a uh, nice little upside win. Listen, Diamondbacks are good at that. They have nothing to play for. They're like, eh, you guys are going to try to make the playoffs? Eh, we're we're going to beat you. So uh, I'll take the Diamondbacks on that one. With TBD. <laughs> Brian? For me, for me in that grouping of games, I'm going to – Dig into the Padres, Rockies, and the VIP show a little later. Let that marinate today. I have a feeling I know what I want, but I'm going to let it marinate. Uh, I'm going to take the under in the Mets and Giants. You've got Stroman and Logan Webb on the mound. Both pitchers have had good seasons, uh, especially Logan Webb. Webb really came out of nowhere. So I like the under eight. Both teams need to win, Mets especially. They're really falling fast. So under eight for me in that, that time slot. So just um, just so you guys know, if in the Facebook group, um, there are posts in there that we don't monitor, you know, that Facebook removes these posts. And that we have one in there. Um, if your post has been taken down, more than, and there's no comment as to why it's been taken down, and normally that means that Facebook has taken it down, not us. I rarely take down posts. I mean, rarely. Unless it's something, you know, negative about, you know, just horrible or an attack, personal attack. It vi- clearly violates our rules of our group. But Facebook has a different criteria. I know people can threaten to kill me on Facebook, and they're fine with that. But if you call someone a bitch on there, it's like, you know, they, 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 they block the post. It, right? It's ridiculous. Yeah. But that is the case, and that's why we don't. That's why we don't do this show on Facebook anymore. Oh, I know what it was. I was talking about the YouTube Premium show, and somehow it got taken down by Facebook. So I don't know. YouTube Premium did. Somebody had asked for a link, or no, no. What happened was we didn't it. do a premium show yesterday. It was all part of the VIP. Oh, it wasn't yesterday. This happened a while ago. It got taken down. Oh. This is- but no, but but the thing <laughs> is, we don't do the show on Facebook anymore. Because if someone threatens to kill me, they do nothing. But if somebody calls someone a bitch, it's like a federal offense. And the same thing with Twitter. And that's why I won't put it on there. Twitter, it's like 
you know, I, I read a tweet yesterday and someone was a hundred percent spot on. They're like, they group, they, 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 they blocked their entire account and took their account down from Twitter, but they can't even get it back because they posted a video that in the background, there was like 10 seconds of a, of a song. And then, you know, some guys posting, you know, Taliban crap on there and it's, it's all, that's crazy. And it's like, it's it's fine. Right. It's like the Taliban stuff on, but you can't have any. Yeah. No, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. It just doesn't, it's, it's like, it's so out of hand. And that's why, uh, people say, why don't you do it on Facebook anymore? Why don't you do all this sort of stuff? I think because I think that YouTube and, and Google do the best job that they can with it. You know, they give you more control over it. You know, it's like, we don't want to troll. We don't want you in our thing. Well, then we don't have to have you, you know. But with Facebook, it's like, didn't violate policy. What exactly is the policy? You know, no, the, Facebook is soft in that respect. But other respects, it's like they're just inconsistent. Can't stand Facebook. That's I, I, why you guys rarely see me on there anymore. Rarely. I try to participate in the group once in a while, but you don't see it as much. I don't know. I think that I think the Padres uh, Phillies Diamondbacks game goes over. Gibson has had some control problems. His last, even before he went to Philly. Yeah, he's having issues. He's having issues. So I like that one. I also like the Giants, Logan Webb. I'm not a big Stroman guy. Stroman never gets support. And the Giants, uh, the Mets pitchers are all pitching out of order now. They were originally pitching one up because Syndergaard, you know, they were hoping he was going to come back. So they're pitching one up from where they naturally should be. And now with DeGrom out, they're two up from where they naturally should be. So it's a mismatch every single night for the Mets. And that's why you've seen them fall off the face of the earth as far as the standings go. So I look for the Giants to beat beat them up pretty good here. Yep, that's exactly it, man. People can threaten you on Facebook and, you know, contact your wife or do whatever, and they do nothing. And it's like, but if you mention COVID, you know, it's like throw you off. It's like, it's ridiculous. I'm not going to invest my time in, in, in into that. It's like, they need to regroup. Oh, yeah, big time. It's, they need to regroup. They had something, and now they've lost it. They've lost it, yeah. The youth, they want no part of it. Oh. Younger people, they want no part of it. Anyways. Why can't you see the Phillies game on some sports books? Because the... Diamondbacks have not named their starting pitcher. Speaking of starting pitchers, parlay time. Rod. We're going to take the White Sox on the money line, the Orioles on the money line, and the Jays minus two and a half. Parlay that up today. For me, I'm going to take the Boston Red Sox in game one, the Chicago White Sox on the money line, and then I'm going to round it out also with the Baltimore Orioles on the money line. That's a waste of money. I like the... Maybe uh, to you. You're a Rays guy. This is the type of game that they win. I'm going to take the Chicago Cubs. I'm going to parlay that up with the Texas Rangers. 
and the Cleveland Indians. So three dog parlay. Trace Peros. This is for our Spanish speaking friends. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining us. Have a great day. If you don't have time to listen to our show, you can always listen to the podcast. And for those of you that joined us late and stuff, we start the show late, you know, and we we kind of talk about other stuff at the beginning. It's kind of just a chance to give people a chance to join. There's a lot of days that notifications don't come out. We try and start at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We start sometimes 10.10, sometimes 10.15. You know, we're never exactly at 10 o'clock. So that's why we do all that stuff. So I know it annoys some people, but deal with it. Have a great day, everyone. Love you all. Let's make it a winning day. I'm going to try and act more professional tomorrow. We appreciate each and every one of you. Smash that like button and uh, subscribe to our channel. Thank you. And be sure to leave it, leave your picks in the comments. And... <laughs>